From the familiar to the taboo and sometimes uncomfortable, join us for thought-provoking tales of period drama, women's health, cultural and societal issues affecting women today and chats with clever gals with Moxie who are killing it in life and business. I'm your host, Mia Klitsis, co-founder and head Moxette at Moxie Products. Welcome to Girls Got Moxie. Thanks, Mia. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for being on the podcast. I'm I really so appreciate excited. it. Thank you. We are, well, I'm in Sydney uh, in Anna's office and uh, we've, had a, we've had a lovely lunch, haven't we? It's been sensational. Yeah. yeah been so so I'm just so excited mm. for all the other Moxettes to hear more about you and your journey and edible beauty. Thank you. <gasps> Let's get into yeah. it. Where right. do we start? Oh my goodness. Where do we even start? I mean... Like, how did you get here? <laughs> Tell us about <laughs> Anna. Yeah, Tell us about Anna. Story. Yeah. So I haven't always been a naturopath or involved in the skincare business. Um, I was actually working in finance about um, 10 years ago, and I made the switch into natural therapies. Um, basically, it was triggered by me becoming a type 1 diabetic when I was 18. Really? Yeah. yeah. So it was quite, as you sort of can imagine, was, oh. I guess one of those traumatic experiences, which just changes the way you do things. and. Um, I just became quite obsessed with natural therapies and, and herbs and nutrition, and so um, I was on on the um, on the path of, sort of going down uh, finance finance career, and so I actually became um, a, a banker at um, one of the the banks here, um, and realised that that actually wasn't my calling, and made a transition into naturopathy. And um, wow, I mean that's yeah. quite a jump, isn't it? Like yeah, cross industry, huge, you know, it's leap, really different. Yeah. It was a calling I felt and I really felt like I was um, destined to be doing more than what I was um, working in a corporate environment. That's so interesting because I wonder if a lot of people go through similar phases of life whereby they're in a profession that they're really not passionate about or something else has popped up that they are passionate about but they're like it's too much of a jump well that's right and I think so they don't pursue it but yes you are a great example of it being possible well exactly right and I think um I guess when you sort of think about moxie and finding a way to do anything, if, it, if there is something you're passionate about, my advice always is you'll find a way to do it. Yeah. Just sleep in and, um, and do what you're destined to yeah. do. And yeah. And here you are. <laughs> yeah. So from, fi- I mean, from finance to naturopathy. So then you yes. became, you actually became a naturopath. So you're, you're, I, I a, you're, you yeah. are a naturopath. Yeah. So I'm a naturopath and um, one of my first gigs was at a fertility clinic. And I was um, recommending that women use natural products on their skin. And you can see where we're going with this. Yeah. <laughs> so, Here's one we prepared earlier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, so I think people are really aware of, of the fact that you know, when there are issues with, with hormones or health issues that they really need to address what they're eating. And mm. so a lot of what I did do was putting people on specific sort of diets and, and regimes where they were taking supplements to, to supplement um, things that they weren't getting enough of through their diet. Um, so what were some of the issues? Like what were some of the yeah. issues that you were seeing in clinical practice? Like women, well, I, mean, I, guess, I guess women, predom- men too, yes. but for women predominantly because we're talking about yeah. hormones and stuff. So I guess in addition um, to infertility, which was a big yeah. one, I was seeing young women with endometriosis, um, PCOS, just hormone imbalances in, in general. 
And, a and that's actually that. super common, isn't it? It we really is. We now. don't realise how common no, I think it is. Women are becoming more vocal about yeah. their, these things now. And so well, actually, I wonder if it's not, it's not necessarily more common, but I just think perhaps there's more of an awareness. I agree. I think yeah. that people probably put up with a lot of um, hormone issues totally. and just ignore them. Um, but yeah. there's definitely diagnoses and um, they're becoming more frequent mm. um, in, in women of our age and, and younger and older, um, of course. So, um, yeah, it's interesting because alongside the, these issues, I, I would always see an underlying gut imbalance as well. So I feel that, um, you know, that, that typical Hippocrates sort of statement, the health does actually really begin in the gut and we're all becoming more aware of that as well. Um, but I guess in addition to, to diet and, and lifestyle, what, what we also do, often don't realise is that what we're putting on our skin mm. is equally important. And um, one of the things I find alarming is that what we put on our skin actually bypasses our digestive system and detoxification system and goes straight into our bloodstream. Yeah. Gosh. So if anything, um, what we're putting on our skin is equally or more important than what we're eating. And um, we're obviously becoming a lot more aware of that now. Yeah. Um, and so I was recommending that women use natural products on their skin. There was nothing at that time, so it was about six years ago, there was nothing at that time that I could really recommend. And so I started literally sort of mixing coconut oil and, and rose water in my mother's kitchen and, and um, shea butter, um, moisturizers started to, wow, to be remedies. made and, exactly and um and that's how it, it was born i guess yeah well that's that's in a sense where i mean this is how a lot of you know this these are where a lot of medicines you know in in earlier times would have stemmed from because they wouldn't yeah. have necessarily had access to the kinds of medicines and drugs right. that we have now so spot they would have on. been using things that you know you can find around the home things in in nature and around the home yeah. that's spot on yeah. and um a lot of the herbal remedies which i really love have been used traditionally to to cure a lot of the ailments that yeah. um, we're turning to conventional medicine for these days um Amazing. which obviously still has its place um yeah but it, but it's incredible how powerful some of these herbs and botanicals can yeah. be yeah so six years ago you yeah, so six years ago, the, I, I made the, uh, I, well, Edible Beauty was born, and I guess um, it's been great because I was able to um, really spread that w- word and awareness on um, both topical um, products that, that can assist us in terms of reducing our toxic load, and, and also the ingestible side of the business, which is our herbal teas and, and um, our wellness powders, and they really just help with the ingestible side of things, which is balancing hormones and, and boosting collagen production internally as mm. well. So you really do need both sides to be addressed when you're looking at um, overturning your health. Yeah, it's not just a one, well, it's not a one size fits all, but it's not necessarily just one particular thing. Like everything's connected. It definitely is. Like so connected. Yeah. No, you know? and that's what's really interesting because um, when you look at hormones, um, you can't really look at them in isolation. Yeah. You know, they're connected to stress. They're connected to the gut. Um, they're connected to mood. So serotonin and hormones very intricately linked. And mm. so it is. Um, it feels like it's a, a little bit of a, a cycle, I guess, when you look at how things are impacting other things. But I guess mm. um, in, in my philosophy, you do look at, at your gut um, and you do also look at stress. You can sort of look at trying to get that balance back into your life um, as well so and would you yeah. say that like that's interesting that you just said that that naturopathy in a way is about achieving a balance it, exactly yeah. and, I, and I think um, I think that's really important to realize because we live in this society where I feel we're, we're quite extreme with, yeah. with most things and everything we? aren't we like well yeah. we are and even with our now we might just 
say that bit again. Do you need to get it? No. Oh, it never rings. <laughs> Maybe we should leave this in. This is authentic. This is authentic, unedited content right rings. here. <laughs> We're all about mobile phones these days, not landlines. So not That's, sure I have, admittedly, I have not heard a landline ring in ages. That's so funny. <laughs> well, here you go. This is raw and authentic and unedited with Anna Mitzios from Edible Beauty. <laughs> and her landline. <laughs> we are, yeah, no, we, we are definitely extreme though, I, I must say, and I think that can definitely cause an imbalance. And so when we, we think about naturopathy, it really is about just looking at all facets of your life, be it, um, be, be it your, your physical, the physical sense or, or be it, you know, your, your body or be it your mind and, and soul and sort of trying to find a, a balance within all of those realms and sort of even uh, as daggy as it sounds, like doing a wheel and mm. sort of... Oh, doing that's a pie great. and actually can we, segmenting. Can we talk about that? That's yeah, actually really good. Yeah. I've, done, I've done that exercise before and, and that's actually really good. Yeah, it is. I haven't done it for a while, but no, I might have to can you do take that us, again. Or can you take mock sets through it? Take <laughs> us through it. Yeah, definitely. So I would actually just put in, in the wheel what's really important to you. And, um, and definitely in this wheel, because we're talking about you, I guess you're, you're the centre of it. So you would have, um, I guess here, your, your body, you could have your mind, you could have your soul, you could have the physical part of your, your being, you could have the social, and then you could have friends and family. And then what you would do across that wheel is you'd, you'd have almost like, a, you could imagine a scale going from the centre of that wheel to the outside of the wheel and having sort of zero to, to 10. Instead of marking how content you are or how balanced that segment is of your life. Mm. And as I said, I've just given you example segments. It could be any segments that you want to put in there. And then connecting those dots. So if your your social mm. life's fantastic, you know, you might rate that at 10 so that you're at the edge of the circle. But if your physical um, being isn't very great and you're not really getting out for your daily walks or exercise, then you might be a zero. So you'll connect all of those dots together and it'll be a really interesting yeah. picture of how balanced you'll see your peaks life is. and troughs and Yeah. But then I guess in a way you kind of have to look at it with a bit of sort of objective objectiveness subjectivity i don't know which yeah <laughs> um, because yeah. because people might like balance isn't necessarily the, the equal same. it doesn't necessarily have to be equal right no people that's may right. have different perceptions or different interpretations, interpretations of exactly of, or different needs and wants that's true as and at what different they times want. of their life as well uh, yeah change, so you know so. you might be in a mode where you're like i'm focusing on family right now and so that's exactly. weighted at 80 percent of my focus and attention and well-being yeah so i guess it just depends that's right it's a bit it's subjective yeah, yeah it is a, it's subjective and it's yeah. it's relevant to you rather than to anyone mm. else and, and but that, it's that a, it's a time. but it's so, it's a self-assessment I guess and, and yeah. you can do that over time and yeah definitely I love that I think nice we should do in. it every quarter or something like it's that it's a really good idea that's a great <laughs> yeah. idea so yeah just check in with yourself exactly right and once you identify what, what's missing or mm. what you really want to work on then there's um, always a way to be able to sort of get back into you know mm. focus on that and get that back to where you want it to be yeah but it is all connected mind body gut particularly just it seems well, like that, everything right. really stems from the gut I mean it just, Personally, in my own personal experiences, yeah. we were talking about this a bit yeah. earlier. Like, I've had migraines and ovarian cysts and all kinds of things. And I really didn't get well until I focused on my gut and improved my gut health. And I thought yeah. I was eating healthily. Yeah. And I wonder if a lot of us sort of suffer this fate because we think we're eating clean and we're eating well and we're doing all the right things. But yeah. you may be, but then if you're really stressed and if you're not drinking enough water or you're not, you know, whatever else... 
that's right. can cause, or you may have underlying gut issues. Well, so, that is so true. And I think just given our modern lifestyle, there are things which are triggering gut issues. And what I are some of the things. triggers that, yeah. that you saw? So it's interesting, but um, I guess you would say, you know, a, a high sugar diet. Oh, is story very, of my life. <laughs> It's very oh, no. <laughs> I guess I guess I focus on sugar because of the diabetic side of, of, yeah. of me. Um, but sugar really does feed bacteria, and that bad bacteria can just grow, and it can cause, um, I guess, all sorts of issues. So one of the biggest things that can happen is that um, your gut can become leaky. Mm. Um, that big bacteria can just overgrow, create yeast, create fungus, and actually start to create holes in your gut lining. Um, and that will actually allow particles to penetrate into the bloodstream where they shouldn't be. Um, so especially things like um, dairy and, and gluten can really exacerbate inflammation when they penetrate that gut wall. Um, and they can even cross the, the, the blood-brain barrier. And that means that they can actually cause um, stress, anxiety. Mm. So here we go, gut already linked to stress Um, but they can also cause a bit of a toxic load on the liver so the liver becomes overburdened the liver's overburdened what happens is that the skin sort of has to step in and start to purge a lot of the toxins that the liver can't process so is that why we get breakouts exactly right so things are coming out into our skin when Mm. they shouldn't be and we're we're getting it so it's like a toxic release it is actually so the skin's an organ that's that's an elementary organ so it's actually releasing things um so some of the toxins will start coming out into your skin in the form of acne and oil and and sebum and, and clogged pores um one of the other things that can happen is um I know um, we're sort of focusing a lot on fats these days. Um, Healthy fats behave quite differently to trans fats, but trans fats can actually um, put a lot of load on the liver. They can sort of hang around in your bloodstream. And then our skin cells, um, when they're wanting to produce sebum, which is natural, um, they'll draw on that oil. Uh, That oil is one of the components of that sebum. So you can see how then that makes um, us prone to getting that oily sebum, those clogged pores and that congestion. So you can see now where we're starting to talk about a few different organs, but yeah, the liver is put under load um, because of sugar processed foods. Mm. Um, another big one, and, and this is something really interesting and something that I had looked into quite a lot um, when I was sort of trying to work out what the link between um, sugar and acne was, is that um, sugar or insulin resistance can actually cause an increase in testosterone. So we're getting a lot of people with polycystic ovarian syndrome yeah. these days, and that's linked to insulin resistance. It's linked to high Isn't androgens. It? Yeah, so that's one of the, the key markers of um, having polycystic ovarian sy- mm-hmm. syndrome. So um, it's, it's funny because no one really knows, does insulin resistance come first or does the high testosterone come first? But right. there is a, a link between them. Um, and that testosterone can actually make your um, your cells, your skin cells, overproduce oil. So right. that's one and of that's the things that happens. Exactly. Yeah. So one of the key markers of PCOS is a lot of that hormonal acne as well. So it's interesting, but there is definitely um, a gut gut and hormone connection and a hormone and and skin um, connection there. Connection. So yeah. So what makes what ex- what sort of exacerbates? <laughs> what exacerbates that, yes, at, that's at, what at the that time of the month? You know and what I mean? Like when it's, yes. so it's it just seems like hormone. Yeah, because yeah, I kind of get balance. that like around the jawline, and yes. I've been told before, like, oh yeah, that's the that's the hormonal beard. That's like the PMS kind of beard. But progesterone. What is it normally? So progesterone mm. is one of the key hormones that we need. Sorry, I say um, beard is in not not hair, but yeah, some women do experience hair growth. Definitely, yeah, which is also a sign of. Um, PCOS. It is definitely right, the testosterone. Yeah, but I guess I'm referring particularly to the, to the acne. Uh, the acne can um, be 
an imbalance of um, of actually progesterone as well as estrogen. Having low progesterone um, can result from a, a few things. Um, one of the things I find really interesting is when your sex hormones are being created, they're being created out of cholesterol and cholesterol can is one of the building blocks of hormones. It, it then goes down two paths. It can either um, be a path where uh, cortisol is created or a path where your sex hormones are created. So one of the things that I think is going on um, in our modern lifestyle is that we're all just overproducing cortisol. Oh, and that part Which is like stress hormone. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, Through the roof. Exactly right. And so I guess before we even turn to gut healing and doing all of these, you know, very, very involved diets and practices to get our body in balance, I think the first step is actually having a look and sort of seeing what is creating all this stress in our life and is there yeah. a lot of stress in our life? Because, yes. Oh yeah. Gosh. Unless it's... you address that, you're not really going to get anywhere else. Wow. Um, so that's a great tip. That's actually a really good tip. Yeah. So stress, yeah, address, address, address stress, stress first. <laughs> exactly. And then look at Yeah, it things. is a key. Yeah. And then look at, uh, and then you'll be able to actually more effectively look at how you can heal your gut and and then you know it's the obvious things there like eliminating your highly processed foods or high glycemic index foods and sugars mm. and then focusing on all of your anti-inflammatory foods and your omegas and things which are really going to dampen that inflammation down mm. um, and start to get your gut to heal yeah. and your body to just stop being in flare-up mode yeah. yeah and so you know moving moving to edible beauty yes this is very much what yeah, so this is that, isn't is that, it? Yeah, exactly. So um, I, I'm all about spreading the word on, I guess, you know, having that balanced lifestyle. So we, we do various things like sleep teas and, um, you know, we really focus on making your skincare part of that ritual of unwinding and pampering yourself and looking after yourself. And it does feel um, very lush and very calming and it is a really beautiful range. Like you can really tell that that's at the core of it. Yeah. So I wasn't wanting to compromise on having that luxury, I guess, similar to your products where, you know, you can have eco-friendly and luxury yeah. and you can They have, can live harmoniously. They, they can. You can yeah. have natural skincare and yeah. it can be therapeutic and um, beautiful at the mm. same time and just an experience to use it. So yeah. I love focusing on that with every product that we roll out. So, so then how did you go from, I mean, you went from finance to naturopathy to, to then owning a business, running yeah. a product-based business. Yeah. How was that jump? So that that was not actually really a jump, I would say, because I was practicing naturopathy for quite some time at the same time I was running my business, and the business wasn't oh, really able okay. to, to sustain so, me. Oh, so, okay, so you were doing both yeah, of us, which both. is a juggle. Oh, my God. Yeah, which is a juggle. But I really um, – I was loving doing the naturopathy, and I was at the point where I didn't want to let go of the clients that I had built in that, in, in that, in that sort of side of what I was doing. So um, I, I started to have to phase out the naturopathy a little bit – only because the edible beauty side of things was getting a, a little bit crazy but we were just talking about this before um yeah but for you know a very long time I was actually working out in my parents garage yeah. which is um yeah crazy but but good and I was fortunate enough to have a space that I could work with um but you know really happy that I was able to take the business to the next level and and find a, a proper space to be able to work from yeah. um but I think this is the reality in you know, large cities that we're living in, sometimes you do have to just run your business from oh, a home. Or I, ages. Home. Oh, I mean, we used to, I remember in the really early days, 
We would sit in Starbucks in summer because it was air conditioned and they had free Wi Fi. Oh, isn't that? We didn't have fantastic. an office. Yeah. Uh, we would either, you know, it was just like <laughs> drink it, drink it, someone coffee else's every office. Hours literally and just like try and, yeah. No, it's, it's fantastic what you have literally to do. like, yeah. just, you know, sipping on one coffee for five hours just to. <laughs> Just oh, to love my use of the aircon on the Wi-Fi, oh, but you, so yeah, you do what you've got to do. I yeah, mean, yeah, you do, and you don't think twice about it. No, and, then, and you shouldn't. Yeah, I don't no. personally like. I don't think you should. I mean, it's yeah. it's interesting I, when I meet people that are sort of starting out or starting business, and they kind of think that they have to have all the answers and have everything sorted, and have the office and the warehouse and the and it has to be perfect. And it's and it's yeah. it's not and it's not real, no. and that's also really stressful. Going back to cortisol, exactly. you know, that's actually really stressful because you just won't necessarily have all the pieces of the puzzle at once. No, and like you said, no, you were working essentially two professions, not just two jobs, yeah. two two professions. Yeah. yeah, and you just you just you do just it. Make you it make work, do. You? you make it yeah. work. And I think yeah. this is where where you when you're passionate about something, yeah. you just you'll find a way. As totally. I said, totally, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. um, but but definitely um, you can find a way to, to do these things and um, if, if it's your calling then you will so how, what was your first product so I actually came out with um, and now it sounds a bit crazy about 16 products at the same time so oh my gosh so I we, love, yeah, we, 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 what did we say when you're motivated you're motivated <laughs> I really wanted a range that everyone could use. So yeah. um, that was a skincare. So there's a, a what we call a core four, which has our cleanser, toner, serum, and lotion. Oh, I like and that. Yeah, yeah, it's suited yeah. to all skin types. So it makes it really easy Amazing. to just be able to switch to natural beauty products just by picking up our little travel mini version of yeah. this core four. Um, so I started off with that because that's essential along with an exfoliant and um, a body cream um, and there was one other product a night cream so they were they were sort of the, the first skincare products and then alongside that I had a range of ingestible teas and, and the teas um, were based on herbal formulas I was giving to my naturopathy clients and mm-hmm. um, I thought well the tea is a really neat way for everybody to be really able to enjoy um, botanicals and to be able to enjoy the the um, benefits they provide. And they're so beautiful. Like they smell yeah, amazing. They, they taste amazing. Oh, thank you. They they're really beautiful. easy to drink. Yeah. And um, we've got some devoted fans of various blends. Um, but I, I love having the Green Goddess Detox tea every morning because it just feels energizing and fresh. And yeah. you just do feel like you're giving your liver a bit of love first thing in the morning as yeah. well. Um, yeah, so I did... I did um, come up with both of those at the same time uh, both of those ranges at the same time and um we we have them all now and the the, both ranges have grown a little bit since then which is exciting how so how many products now in the in the edible don't actually know do you know that's really embarrassing um i think there's around 26 yeah yeah so it's a solid suite of products (laughs) but it's but i mean it's yeah it is it's a broad range but there's just really something for every everything you can think of you know gut health skin health yes and i guess that's where i'm going with Mm. with the business at this point is that um I really want to focus on the ingestible side of things because that's that's my passion. That's what I, I love, um, and that incorporates a lot of the, the naturopathy background that I have. But so that the gut replenish powder is um, a fantastic product if you are suffering from gut imbalances because mm. it does work on balancing your gut microbiome. So that's something that's quite exciting. We've got a few other things that I'll be releasing in the new year um, to do with hair, skin, nails. You can probably see oh, where I'm going that's exciting. now. And, yeah. um, 
and also it sounds a little bit boring but more on sort of along the detox side of things as well so having mm. a product which targets the liver as well so well, I mean, yeah. that sound that's really critical like we talked about that yeah. we talked about yeah releasing toxins yeah. and i guess if exactly. you're detoxing properly as your body yes. should be then you won't be detoxing through your skin no that, that's <laughs> right and i think with um, well, you, the well liver, actually do you do do you detox through your skin otherwise like just through your skin just not breathing well and, you would but it would just be i guess the, the standard things yeah. that you'll be eliminating so yeah probably be things like salts mainly and other okay. minerals but we do um, still eliminate we do still eliminate skin. skin yeah we're not just not eliminating as much oil and as much of those sort of nasty things that you'd expect if you your liver was really overloaded and burdened yeah and um and i guess here i'm not probably not i haven't really spoken about it but i really emphasize fiber um fiber is critical and something we we really forget about because sometimes we're going down this diet route where we're sort of focusing on ketogenic or something like that we're not really getting enough fiber and understand that the benefit of these diets um but having your two tablespoons of flaxseed meal i, I say is critical yeah, yeah, every right. day um so there's certain lignans in in the flaxseed which help to bind and remove um a lot of bad estrogen even oh really so, yeah flaxseed Good meal is one know. of my um go-to that's a hot tip. fibers yeah so yeah. two tablespoons mix it with all the other powders that you're having in yeah. the morning um it's oh, fantastic um Good but i tip. guess always your your vegetables um you, you know your root vegetables your, your broccoli which is fantastic for the liver um and i on that same route um well, the other sort of group of foods i feel like we're not having enough of our, are our bitter foods oh. so bitter being things like i guess you'd say lemon is sour but you could classify it as a bitter but like your rocket and your um dandelion leaves and mm. your your kale your dandelion tea even but things which have that um ability to sort of stimulate the liver to produce things like bile and enzymes which are going to break down fats as well wow. um fats and toxins so bitter wow. foods um start that. getting them into your diet yeah radicho is one of my favorites as well oh my so, gosh my yeah. husband's obsessed with it <laughs> he loves it how funny yeah he loves it he loves that bitterness but it's really nice i don't know how you feel about this but with a balsamic vinegar yes it's definitely. Like so delicious yeah no definitely there's nothing yeah. wrong with that okay cool because yeah, i know some, sometimes some they you know, and with some with sometimes vinegar, we talk about the acidity yes, and, and the yeast and yeah, yeah. overgrowth i would say if, if you're not having any specific sort of overgrowth of any gut issues yeah. Not, yeah the balsamic would be fine yeah. um, but definitely apple cider is really good oh that's actually well. that's, that's yeah okay can i just ask you just reminded me of something so i i have a greek background as do you yes and i wonder yeah. if you know about this but uh my grandparents particularly my grandparents but also I think my dad's dabbled in it. Yeah. The, um, you know, I, I drink a tea, I drink a tablespoon well, of apple cider vinegar every morning and yeah. I feel great. And I'm like, do you though? Yeah. Really? Is well, that a thing? It is a thing. Or is it something actually. the Greeks invented as like, no, well, you know, like I'm... the Windex on a pimple type thing? <laughs> or is this real? No, so the vinegar, so I guess the thing with the vinegar is it, and, and they say that it needs to have the mother in the vinegar. And the, yes, the, apparently. <laughs> yes, the mother. The mother in the vinegar. But basically, um, it, it is actually, stimulating well it's doing a couple of things it's alkalinizing um so mm-hmm. even though it, it is acidic it becomes alkaline in the body does it so, really I didn't yeah it does that. that conversion oh and my don't, gosh yeah um and is that only really apple cider vinegar that does le- that lemon does it as well so i guess you know but you none of be, the other vinegars like white vinegar or no vinegar? no they don't do that as much or actually 
Good question. I'm not exactly mm-hmm. sure. But Sorry, that feel- wasn't intended to be a trick question. I'm just wondering. <laughs> what just I feel happens is that, that possibly their ability to stimulate use production cancels out that benefit. But if it, I think that they would all do that in addition to lemon. Yeah, right. So that citric acid conversion into something alkaline. So is it a, what, what is, is it? I can't speak. <laughs> so what is it specifically about the apple cider vinegar that's beneficial so it's alkalinizing so anything that alkalinizes us so your green juice might be doing this your um your lemon juice might be doing it or Mm. your vinegar might be doing it um but it's also supposed to reduce inflammation so it's anti-inflammatory so so Mm. people will say that they get a benefit from it um in terms of like even their skin health um yeah it helps with digestion a lot as well so if you have it before meals it's fantastic so it has an ability to stimulate those bitter bitter um bitters and the digestive enzymes which you really need to break down food and to mm. break down protein so this is the, the key so dad was also something so i need so, to call i need yeah. to call dad and apologize <laughs> <laughs> i hear people saying that they've had fantastic results with that yeah. so i've had someone who said they had rosacea a lot of that redness around their cheek mm. area started having the apple cider like literally a tablespoon i think it was actually before each meal and oh, that really? redness really subsided so is that safe yeah. to do have a tablespoon um, i would say yeah definitely well i would just do it well i guess it's just meals. like having it on, having on it on salad, dressing. Like, exactly it's right yeah thing. it's a food so you can't yeah, go um exactly. can't go too wrong with it yeah, yeah. i'm gonna try that I'm going to try that. We, we were <laughs> talking about some go. of my ailments yeah, earlier, and that, I'm going to give that a go. That helps. It'd be interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It's just yeah, it's amazing that you can actually um, yeah really Wait. self self care with things that live in your kitchen or in your bathroom <laughs> cupboard. Or cool. Well, yeah, I mean, I was just um, having a chat to someone the other day about mung beans. I don't know what you, if you know mm, about mung yeah. beans and. Um, there's been a product that's been developed that actually helps hair growth and eyelash growth that's made out of mung beans. No and um, yeah, I was looking into it and sure enough, there's a hair company that uses some mung bean extract in it to stimulate hair amazing. growth. So yeah, nature's amazing yeah. and we do really find a lot of cures just in our kitchen, literally. Yeah. Um, Which is what Edible Beauty it stands for. Exactly it's, right. It's like it's so natural that you could eat it. You could eat that, it. That's kind it, of that's, your mantra. That, well, I probably didn't actually say that. <laughs> no, when I was and don't eat it. it. Sorry, that's not, we're not... Well, suggesting we're, that you eat it it's but so it's safe enough it's safe to, enough to eat to and eat. i always say you could eat your coconut milk cleanser but you're probably better off um it's probably cheaper as well to just get a tub of to- coconut yogurt <laughs> yeah. and munch yeah. into that yeah. um <laughs> but yeah no definitely the ingredients list um uh, contain products was that contain ingredients that are literally good enough to, to eat so yeah. there's no toxins or nasties in there um you should be able to understand the ingredients list and mm. in all of your products to be honest um that you're putting on your skin and also cleaning products as well so i divert a bit there but um cleaning products are notorious for having um no lists of ingredients on them which is nuts and we're inhaling a lot of what we're using around our house um, but yeah, edible beauty is uh, literally good enough to eat. And um, I guess the other part of that name is that you know you, you can be eating things which will help with your beauty as well. And that's yeah. where all the the teas and the collagen powder and the gut replenish powder come into it. Amazing. Yeah. What's next? Yeah. So I, I touched on it. I mean, so and you've just yeah. had a baby. Oh, actually, yes, we've got a. <laughs> He's divine. Yes. So, and, oh, and blessed. Thank you very and much. Let's talk a little bit about balance and yeah. Well, He's having a nap as we speak. He's having a nap and, um, and, and it, you know, it's rare that, that you can... At work. Exactly. Doing it all. So, 
Well, yeah, so balance, I think, is tricky. And here I, I, sort of, I, I um, take my hat off to, to women who, who juggle businesses and children um, and, and also to, to, you know, not necessarily children, but, but carers of other people as well. Yeah. And you know, People are in all sorts of circumstances. Yeah. But I do not fully appreciate that it's, it's tr- tricky. Um, it's a juggling act. And I feel that you, your, your health is compromised to, to some extent and that that's fine for a certain period of time. So we were talking about this, weren't yeah. we? that sometimes you do need to give a little bit more in some areas and yeah. then um, refocus. But I feel like after that six-month mark, I'll just be able to, to focus a little bit more on, on my health and my needs. Um, it's his needs at the moment, which yeah. is fine. Um, but it is a juggling act, and I think it's just a matter of getting getting sleep when you can, yeah. um, learning to multitask, and probably um, letting go of things as well, so not sweating the small stuff and mm. not needing to be... Um, everything to everyone and uh oh, I love that you said that I love that you said that I think we're, so many of us are guilty of that we are aren't we you can't be everything to everyone yeah that's a bit nasty doesn't it but, but no yeah, but it's, it's true as much as we time. would love to be but you just you yeah. can't and, yeah, and, you can't. and then often you know your own health falls by the wayside and well, if you can't exactly look after right. yourself then how can you how look, can look after, after someone else someone else yeah, yeah. that's right yeah. but it's definitely a really rewarding experience as well yeah. and um I'm really wanting to be a huge part of of he, every single day that that he has so um he does all sorts of you know cute and wonderful things so we have a morning dance um session so i, I know and i missed that today which i'm very sad about I that was the second one home. yeah he has oh. a 6 a.m one. Oh, okay no <laughs> i think i'll come for that one no i'm good i think i'll come to the second session <laughs> so the 6 a.m is great so i feel oh, like God. we should all wake up dancing um because totally. that is that's a great yeah so why yeah. don't we become excited about the day ahead yeah. and um and I was saying this to my partner, put the music on and just start dancing because it's a brand new day and he's definitely got the right idea down there with his dance moves. So, so um, good. Such I a mean, he's gorgeous. He's beautiful. He's great. But it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's amazing. It's not, you're not even six months in, but, and no, this, and this no, is reflective yeah. of a lot of women's experiences. And like you said, yeah. not necessarily just children, but carers or, or even, even yeah. women who are juggling two businesses or two jobs or well, that's, that's right. you know, looking whatever it may be. Or looking, yeah, yeah. Just juggling. Yeah, exactly. Juggling. There's so much, uh, women are just in that prime role of, of juggling and um, and we're, we're pretty good at it, which is why we're given it. But yeah. I feel like we need to make sure that we're looking after ourselves at the same time yeah. where we can. Yeah. yeah. So recent Barb, yes. recent, some new products have New products. Sunscreen I'm really excited about. Yeah. Um, so... Sunscreen is just an, an essential in Australia, yeah. and um, there's just so much um, coming out now in terms of the toxicity of the chemical sunscreens. Mm. Yeah, that we're hearing we're really starting to hear a lot more about that. Yeah, we I'm are. So surprised that we haven't to today. Yeah, yeah. today it just feels like. Well, we've been. Like, using... I'm, I'm actually allergic to sunscreen, and I've yeah. always wondered why. What, what it was because yeah. everyone wears it, and it's interesting. Isn't it? know, it's not it's... only the chemical sunscreen itself. So it is, I'm not saying it's a chemical sunscreen, but that's the way that the, the sunscreen actually works. So your skin actually absorbs it, and then it transforms that um, ingredient into heat, and then it releases it into the skin, and that's how oh, we think. Oh, because I get hives, so that makes sense. That makes sense. So now. that's how you're getting wanted, your big protection. I, and it's yes. so annoying because like, you know I'm at the beach and I've got and I'm like literally head to toe sunscreen even yeah. like I don't try not to sit in the sun or anything like that but it's very difficult just being well, out and about in Australia that's you can't right, avoid, without, with yeah the sun, and I so. you know and I'll put it on and I'm like oh my gosh I'm 
literally covered in hives and itchy and yeah. it's horrible. It's crazy because those um, there's an alternative and I guess it is zinc oxide which we're using in ours and um, and we've been able to find a zinc oxide which doesn't create that sort of white that white film, film which yeah. is a little bit annoying but I guess you do what you have to do but this one absorbs a little bit better into the skin than some of your other natural sunscreens that you might be used to having that really white thick zinc Mm. um, cast on you but on that note so yeah so we absorb the 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 chemicals in the the sunscreen um that the the structure of the the that ingredient that is being used um, in the sunscreen is really similar to our hormone structure. So that cell structure mimics the ring structure of our hormones. So we're getting a xenoestrogen overload mm. by using these chemical sunscreens. Oh, and wow. we're using it on, and I'm talking about babies because babies is topical at the moment, but we're, we're, we're pumping these sunscreens onto babies and we're reapplying it and we're putting it on like five times scary a day. And, and with yeah. good intentions, thinking exactly. you're doing the right thing. To, you know, good And intentions. it's almost like you're... Solving one problem only to create another. another. <laughs> exactly. So the way these xenoestrogens work is they actually sort of bind to your estrogen receptor sites. Mm. So they create an excess of estrogen, and that's one of the problems with um, endometriosis. It's one of the problems with um, mm. excess estrogen, which can be linked to type 2 diabetes, insulin resistance. It can be linked to um, cancer, you know, all sorts of things. Um, so estrogen... If funnily enough, isn't only found in obviously like our sunscreen and, and, and skincare products, but also in like our plastic water bottles um, and our food packaging and even in the air we breathe. So you can see that you're getting it from all angles. And so you really just need to start becoming aware of it and when possible, start reducing it because um, it's just ever present. And if you don't start making a few small changes, then you will. Oh, well, I would say you will, but yeah, there is a likelihood that you may have um, an, an excess estrogen um, uh, issue, which isn't And, it, and, it, and it, again, it's kind of that everything in moderation. It is, isn't thing, it? Yeah, not... so you don't need to sort of go crazy yeah. and start, you know, chucking yeah. out everything in, in plastic and sort of live in a bubble, I guess, that you're not breathing mm-hmm. in the air. I think that's um, the but, thing. I think we need yeah. to sort of really be mindful of what it's about being conscious, obviously, but, you know, yeah. realistically conscious I, I, to suit I your lifestyle, budget, etc. And not create excess stress. <laughs> not, not create excess stress. And, yeah. I call it the, the, that 80 20 sort of rule. Yeah. If you can sort of just reduce 20% of what you're doing, which is having it and have an 80% impact in terms of the reduction of that yep. xenoestrogen overload. So I say, is it like the cleanser that you're using every day? Is it the body moisturizer? Is it your lotion? Like what are you putting on every single day? Where if you, if you just change that, mm. you would have an incredible impact. In terms Over of time. Of exactly. It's really significant. Yeah. 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 So I think we, we shouldn't be too, become too scared about it all. So I think we're quite I'm hard on just, ourselves sometimes. It's like, oh my I gosh, we, we must do this and must do it to the extreme. And it's just, it's often, it's yeah. not practical. No, no, not at all. And, and often when we do do this, it's not sustainable yeah. either. All and that. And exactly. not actually sort of following through with it. Yeah. So yeah, ma- making the small changes, but the significant ones mm. that hold are, are the most important. So mm. yeah, um, it's fantastic that we're all becoming more aware of it though. Yeah. I, and I, I'm a huge believer. And if you've got that, you know, Chanel lipstick that you love wearing, you continue to, to do that, but maybe look at other things that you can change to, to reduce that impact. Yeah. Yeah. Good tip. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just in awe of what you've done because it's oh my, really no, not I'm easy. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I know how hard it is to get something biodegradable. Um, yeah. And especially in your product line where you're so specialised. So yeah. well done on this We're new line there. that you launched. We're getting it's there. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's, not, it's not 100%. Yeah. Um, 
But as we'd love said, it to be. No, so we're getting there. It's, the wrappers are biodegradable. There. The core of the pads are biodegradable, and the top sheet. Yeah. Uh, the backing is not yet. Hopefully, we'll get yes, there. Yeah. It'll uh, happen. Neither is the little sticker on the outer wrapper. But yeah. Oh, but the whole. Know, but the exactly. wrapper. The wrapper itself is. Which, is which we thought was a huge the, the massive part of it. Definitely. Exactly. The and most our, important and, part. And you know, and our boxes it. are. 100% recyclable. There's no film, no coating on the boxes. It's fantastic. Um, so, so we're getting there. It is, yeah, it's yeah. T- products are tough, aren't they? Well, like, they're product-based really yeah. businesses are really I mean, tough. You always feel like you need to be, to sort of step into the manufacturing end of some of these things yeah, as well. You do. So you start doing it yourself, but that's mm-hmm. another, um, that's another, another problem, podcast. Yeah. Exactly. But um, I love what you're doing in terms of like raising taboo issues as well, because I think that oh, um, thank you. there are so many out there that women don't talk about. And I, um, I think it's just by by doing what you're doing, women can become more comfortable in their I own skin. So. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's, it's interesting. I was at an event last night and was chatting to a friend that I hadn't seen in some time. And, yeah, she was talking about, you know, about this podcast yeah. as well. And, yeah, I, I just – there's things that I think we talk about amongst ourselves as women, but things that we necessarily wouldn't be comfortable amplifying. Yeah. And they're things that we're all experiencing. They're relevant. They're so relevant and and important. And even things like this, you know, so here's a call out. If if you've experienced anything that we've talked about (laughs) or you're unsure about anything, see a professional, seek 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 help. Seek help. Talk to people. There is. And you don't, again, you don't, don't we've said this before. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to suffer. There's no reason at all. Yeah. Yeah. So I think um, we've almost all got a a sense of responsibility to each other. We, to, we do, don't we? Yeah. And I love that you create that community amongst women as well. Is that like let's um let's look after each other yeah. because we're all going through the same thing. We, right? we are. <laughs> That's the reality. Like yeah. I think sometimes we're quite we can be quite stoic. I think because yeah. we. I mean, Again, we've got that, that job of... Yeah, you want to be that person yeah. for everyone and for other people and whatever else. Exactly. But we, we really need to self-care. Yeah, I yeah. agree. So thanks, thanks a million yeah. for being part well, of thank it. You, no, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Uh, love, absolutely loved having you on. This has been such a good chat. Yeah, and we're, now, so we're going we're gonna to jump on a video because I want to show the mock sets and products. Oh, fantastic. Uh, and the sunscreen because I'm going to put it on. Perfect. Um, I'm gonna I'm going to be the I'm going to be the tester. I can't wait. I can't wait. Well, you'll know if I break it. In a rash. <laughs> I will not. I'm sure I won't. I'm sure I won't. So um, yeah, we're going to jump you. on Overflow and um, yeah. have a look at some of the beautiful products. Awesome. But all the best. Thank you very much. Thanks Thank so you. much. Thanks, Thanks for being on. Fantastic. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Girls Got Moxie. If you like what you heard, please do leave us a review. And also don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Stitcher to be notified when the latest episode drops. In the meantime, please do join us on Facebook in the Girls Got Moxie community group where everyone can have a say. Don't forget to check out Overflow on YouTube for a behind-the-scenes glimpse of this potty and to meet today's guest and also the show notes for links to everything we talked about. Until next time. Yeah.